listen, being a woman in business, even though we're all bosses, male and female, um, you know, being a woman in business, oftentimes it takes a little bit more muscle. Um, we got. Hey, girlfriends. Welcome to Girl Boss Up and Lead with your host, Dana Marie, board certified personal and business credit specialist, author, speaker, and your super excited, extremely supportive business girlfriend. Listen in as we help women in business leverage, elevate, accelerate, and dominate in their industry with proven sustainable financial tools and resources. Need to start, grow, or scale your business? We've got you covered. Enjoy our diverse conversations with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, mentors, and coaches as we chat about everything from branding and marketing to what it takes to run and maintain a successful business. Ready? Let's get it. What's going on? It's your girl, Dana Marie, Credit Fix Chick, back with another bomb episode of Girl, Boss Up and Lead leverage, elevate, accelerate, and dominate. Listen, I got to tell you guys something. I'm so excited to share some of this information on today. So go ahead, pull up, a, pull up a seat. Make sure you grab a pen, a notebook, and send this out to a friend. Because if they are your friends uh, in business, this is definitely something you want to be able to share with them. Because I believe that when one of us go up, we should send the ladder back down so that all of us can go up and be at the top. I heard it's, you know, it's crowded at the bottom, but there's a lot of room at the top. Let's go. I want to talk to all of my women that are in business. Number one, I want to just salute you, queen. Listen, being a woman in business, even though we're all bosses, male and female, um, you know, being a woman in business, oftentimes it takes a little bit more muscle. Um, we got to hustle a little differently than some of our male counterparts. And because of that, you know, I definitely, you know, developed this platform for us to be able to share from our own experiences, um, because we, we wear a lot of hats. Um, and, and not only that, not only do we wear a lot of hats just in our personal life, we also have to wear a lot of hats in our business. We have to have our approach to business just a little bit differently. It doesn't mean that we don't, you know, borrow from some of the same things that are more common, but I believe as a woman in business, um, you know, we have to put some more skin in the game. We have to put some more, you know, muscle on what it is that we are, uh, you know, setting out to do. So for all my brand new business owners, I salute you, queen. For those of us that are at that immediate level, like that intermediate, we've only been in business for three to five years, I salute you, queen. And for those of us that are on that five to 10 year track, guess what? I salute you, queen. We all are doing the dang thing. We're bringing some products some services to the people to elevate them so that they can feel good about themselves, they can elevate to the next level, and we are changing communities, building generational wealth, and closing the wealth gap by doing so. So I want to share some of the research that I've been doing, particularly as it relates to women in business and some of the benefits that we may be missing out on available to us. First things first, as a woman in business, 
it's so important that you connect with the Chamber of Commerce. Now, you want to connect with the Chamber of Commerce for your state. You want to make sure that you're connected at the state level. Get to the resources that are at your local level. So this way you can begin to build those relationships inside of the chamber. There are so many valuable resources inside of the Chamber of Commerce. Now, again, I did some research on this because, um, you know, it's, it's really, you know, important. And I'm going to share, you know, a few different opportunities here. And I just want to say, um, as you are listening and as you're thinking and as you're beginning to take action, do what's going to work for you. In this moment, remember, we can all graduate to the next level. So we don't have to do all of these things at one time. Take action on one thing and then move to the next thing and to the next thing. Be very strategic in how you are managing your business. All of these are expenses to your business. So you want to have a, a real, you know, eagle eye view on what you are putting into your business as well as what's going out. So let's get into some of the resources that I found with the Chamber of Commerce um, and some of the things that you will definitely benefit from by just being in relationship you know, with them, because that's really what a membership is. It's a relationship, right? Um, some of the things that you know the, the Chamber of Commerce sets out to do is provide you with resources. Those resources could be anything from insurance for your business, um, other connections that can be made for your business. You know, there's a saying out there that you never know, uh, you know, who's talking about you behind closed doors, my mom used to say. And you can also look at it like this. You know, you may not ever have to enter the room but you are the beneficiary of a blessing because of people that were in the room, right? So definitely, um, you know, registering your business with the Chamber of Commerce, it provides you with valuable resources, connections. You'll even get some discounts, exposure, networking opportunities. I love the fact that you can get exclusive deals and discounts, you know, through the Chamber, I mean, think about all of the things that we have to use within our business, the other services, the B2B that we connect with. You may be able to get some benefits, um, you know, for, for working with other businesses, right? And of course, we can never have too much exposure. You know, exposure when it comes to other people talking about you is is often, you know, one of the best ways uh, to continue to build up your business Rolodex, right? Um, because other people are, are putting that stamp on it for you. We know that people like to do business with those that they like, know, and trust. And oftentimes that like, know, and trust factor comes through a referral, so connecting inside of the Chamber of Commerce, it almost puts you inside of a, an exclusive club, a community where now they know who you are. They know what you do. They know your expertise and they know what you bring to the table. You may even be invited to come to their table 
you never know who's looking for someone like your business to be on their board, right? Or you as the individual who's now built up the business, you know, everyone wants to be able to, uh, you know, tap into someone who's done some really great things and they may be able to, you know, learn, uh, you know, from what it is that you've done. So tap into your chamber of commerce with your state. There's also, you know, the, the national level of the chamber of commerce, which you can also, uh, you know, find that and register there. You also want to make sure you're registering your business with minority resources. And what do I mean, ladies? So there are some individual uh, foundations out there that specifically want to work with women and women of color. So you want to register your business with those resources. Why? Again, because they can be the connection for you to things like funding, grants, um, opportunities, um, you know, things that are going to help to get more exposure for your business, elevate your business. Building those relationships goes a long way. So register your business with other minority resources. Um, they can be at the local level. See what's happening right in your local community, right in your town, your county, your state. Oftentimes we have gotten into the habit, especially because social media has become one of the largest platforms for us to share our business. We go big, we go broad before we go deep. And you got to sometimes really get back to becoming like that hometown hero before you go broad. What happens is the people in your hometown going to love on you And they become the sounding boards on their platforms for who you are and what it is that you do, what you offer and how you offer it. So I I believe, you know, starting, you know, locally, whether that's at your, you know, town, city level, the county level, the state level, do that right there in your home first, in your own backyard, right? And then you want to, you know, begin to expand outward. I always so go, I always say go deep and then go broad. So that's one of the benefits there of registering, you know, your business with minority resources. They can see how you've made a difference right at home by what it is that your products, your services, you know, have done. Uh, The next thing that I would say is get certified and get registered as a woman-owned business with the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. Now, there's some specific steps that have to happen for you to do that. But ladies, let's take the steps. We don't want to miss out on opportunities um, at any uh, level, right? Whether those are connections, resources, capital, grants, no matter what it is, we don't want to miss out. So get certified and register your business as a woman-owned business with the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. Um, that's going to lend even more exposure to you. And believe it or not, each state has an economic development plan. You want to, as a business in your state, 
understand what their economic development plan is and how it includes your business. By doing that, now you know who the resources are that you need to make the connections with in that department so that when they're looking for business owners, small business owners, women-owned businesses, minority women-owned businesses, which is really a double minority, um, you you may not have to raise your hand because they're going to pull your hand. You know what I'm saying? So be sure that you're getting certified and you're getting registered with the U.S. Chamber of Commerce and then start tapping into your local Chamber of Commerce, right? Um, The SBA is a great resource. The Small Business Association is a great resource. Uh, Another well, there's there's actually a few more that I want to kind of mention to you, but definitely getting registered um, as a minority-owned business, as a woman-owned business, and getting certified. That certification is really the key piece that's going to help unlock so many more doors for you. The National Black Chamber of Commerce. Now, think about that. It's putting you at the subject matter expert for a community that mirrors how you look. That to me is like so critical and crucial when we're talking about, when we're talking about building, you know, economic wealth in our communities and keeping that economic dollar circulating longer in our community. The only way to do that is for us to know, well, who else looks like me that offers a business and service that I could tap into? I can become a customer of, I can become a referral agent of, right? That's how we continue to circulate those dollars. Um, The African-American Chamber of Commerce, I just, you know, kind of repeat the same thing. It it, it provides you with an exclusive network. Um, and, and uh, an opportunity to, you know, really tap into uh, community resources that are designed for women of a certain diaspora, right? So tap into those, um, you know, resources. The U.S. Black Chambers is another one. Um now, I want to just share this with you because in my research, what I actually found, one of the other things that I found here was not only do you want to register as a woman-owned business, but you also want to register as an economically disadvantaged women woman-owned business. And that means that your business and your total um, revenues, I want to make sure that I get this correct. It means that is less than, it's under $750,000. Okay. What that does, in my opinion, is opens up the opportunity for you to sit at more tables 
with more opportunities uh, with, you know, different entities to provide you the resources for your business, to give you the exposure that your business is going to need to continue to grow and advance. Um, maybe some contracting opportunities, depending on what type of product or service or business you have. I just want to, you know, uh, kind of go a little deeper into this. It says a woman is presumed to be economically disadvantaged if she has a personal net worth, personal net worth of less than $750,000 with some exclusions. Her adjusted gross yearly income average is over the last three years preceding the certificate, which means prior to you applying for the certificate, your average income over that three-year period is less than $350,000. So many of us are out here struggling and our first five years of business, not even hitting six figures in business. And we're missing our resources because we're not registered and connected. So that's really what this is about. And the, it says here, and the fair market value of all of her assets is less than $6 million. So, I mean, getting registered as an economically disadvantaged woman-owned small business seems to me like a really critical step that most of us don't want to miss, right? Um... There's so many opportunities to get contracting uh, when you do things like this. Opportunities to, um, you know, leverage grants that are going to be available at the local, the state, the, uh, you know, county, um, and, and then the national level. In addition to having the opportunity to apply for grants through other foundations that have to have some type of uh, grant pathway for other small businesses. You may even be able to tap into other, you know, private owned companies that have um, grants. But the key is to make sure that you are solidifying yourself in these different uh, commerce outlets whether it be the Chamber of Commerce is where you start, right, at your state level, or you start with the National Black Chamber of Commerce. You've got to start somewhere so that your business can begin to really get the exposure, which is only going to help you help yourself. And once you, they always say on the flight, right, you put the mask on you first and then you can help other people. I know what it feels like to be a woman in business and feel the pressure of, um, you know, those first three years where everything's going right back into your business and you want just a little reprieve, you want just a little wiggle room for the research and development or for the training or for the additional supplies or for the additional, uh, you know, resources that you need in your business for your business to really stay um, in business, right? 
So I wanted to present these things. These are critical steps we definitely don't want to miss out on as uh, women in business. And girl, boss up and lead. Share this with a friend. Uh, tag somebody that needs to hear this message. I'm going to leave um, some information here so that you can, you know, leverage these resources as well as connect with me should you need assistance in applying for any of these. Uh, you know, our company actually will help you with that. And it's always, um, you know, my goal to make sure that the information I'm providing to you is something that you can take action on. Very simply take action on. Not that you need to jump through a whole lot of hoops, but that you can take simple steps to get you to the end result. It's been a pleasure to be back here with you on today. I hope that wherever you are, you are safe, you are well. Make sure that you tune in for the next episodes. We've got some great things coming up. We just completed our first Girl Boss Up and Lead book where I invited 19 other amazing women in business to share their stories about the stories and their strategies about standing in their power and walking in their purpose. This is meant to be a blessing to other business women. Um and, you know, this is just the first edition. We know that more is to come. We have some follow-up things that are going to be happening with the Girl Boss Up and Lead brand, as well as, uh, you know, with the Girl Boss Up and Lead podcast. Um, so stay tuned. We, we have a lot more to give, a lot more to share, and a lot more that we want to make sure our women in business are going to be able to leverage elevate, accelerate, and dominate. It's your girl, Dana Marie, the Credit Fix Chick. Until next time, stay well, stay blessed, stay safe. Goal friends, we appreciate you for tuning in. Enjoyed the show? Awesome. Leave us a comment or ask a question. Don't forget, head over to www.girlbossup.info for your complimentary business scan to see what you may qualify for. And listen, you can help us have an even greater impact on women in business. Just go to wherever you listen to your podcasts, hit subscribe, leave a five-star review, and a five-star rating. Until next time, stay inspired, be empowered, and blaze your trail, bossed up and banked up.